Hello and welcome to this Chewing the Fat podcast, where the Food Navigator team gets its teeth into food issues. I'm Caroline Scott-Thomas and I'm here with my colleagues Jess Halliday. Hello. And Stephen Daniels. Hello. A report out this week on gluten-free foods from Packaged Facts has sparked some interesting debate amongst the editorial team. The report said that the gluten-free market will continue to expand over the next few years for two reasons. Firstly, because of better diagnosis of celiac disease, and secondly, because of a growing fad for gluten-free diets in the general population. This translates into a huge opportunity for the industry, right? Well, huge opportunity to make money, perhaps, but to take these two points in turn, I think it's wonderful if the industry can bring more and more variety of foods to people who actually suffer from a diagnosed medical condition like celiac disease. But on the other hand, I don't think the industry should just be jumping on a bandwagon uh, and pushing out loads and loads of foods that are just, uh, that are just uh, catering to uh, a fad where, where people might actually not have anything wrong with them. Um, I think it would be a lot more responsible for companies to put a line on packaging saying something like, you know, this is a food designed for a medical condition. Um, we advise you to uh, speak to a physician before cutting out any part of your diet. But why would they do that, though? I mean, there's, um, you, you know, you don't ask manufacturers of vegetarian products to put a line on saying, please consult your doctor before cutting out meat. But most people don't become vegetarian because of a, uh, a health reason. And most people become vegetarian for ethical or taste reasons. Um, you know, the difference here is uh, foods which are actually designed and intended for people who suffer from, from some kind of uh, a condition. And I think that... Part of the problem is um, people believing that gluten-free foods are good for a particular condition without necessarily there being the evidence to back that up. Yeah, but if you've only got a little line on the product, is that really going to stop people if they want to buy it? It's a huge opportunity for the industry. There's a gap in the market there. I'm not saying that I like the fact that people aren't going to their doctor um, to, to get a proper diagnosis um, or that they're associating gluten-free with being a cure for other illnesses. And the same point, if, if it is a fad, then it's transient, because that's, that's the sheer nature of a fad. It comes and goes. I mean, my sister is celiac. I've tasted gluten-free food. It's not very nice, I have to say. There's a real taste problem there, because gluten obviously has such a key role in, in, binding, in binding it all together. Um, and it's not nice, so I can't imagine that if it, you know if it is a fad, it'll come and go, and people within a year or so will probably be back on proper foods, well, I think that especially after you know it was bitten into their wallet because they're not cheap. Mm. Do, do they all not taste as nice though? Are they not? Is there not? I mean, there's some development in, the, in products. Oh, no, there's, there's, there's constant innovation. Better? I see it quite a lot in the journals. I also see it, you know, when I go home and, and visit my sister. I mean, but the bread that she eats is really quite powdery um, and then the pasta as well it tastes different it just, it's just got a different texture in the mouth and I'm sure that eventually you know with the investment that's going into it in the R&D that eventually it'll get to the point where you probably can't tell a sheet of normal lasagna from a sheet of gluten-free lasagna but we're not at that point yet but no it's interesting what you're saying about it being um, not as as um, tasting not as nice because I know that in the job that I, you know, when I was working as a chef, that there was a lo lot of um, innovation and, well, a lot of um, kind of trying, trying to reformulate to make a really nice tasting pizza base. And yeah, it did taste pretty good in the end. Um, but then you get these people who order that and a beer at the same time and you wonder what's going on. 
That's all we've got time for, but if you have any comments, please don't hesitate to contact us by clicking on the Have Your Say box beneath this article. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.